0: to Odupemsu Squawak Gitsa-gitsa-gook Métis in space! 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 space. <laughs> <laughs> Molly Mollie Sué nitsigason! Chelsea Val nitsigason! <laughs> o oh, tuu skwanek nitsa ten. Uh, <laughs> mantusakai sakai-ganek Hooray! Woo! We did it! <laughs> Why do we keep forgetting where I'm from and who I am and where I am? 2020, baby! 2020 is a bit of a mess. Been a mess. And this is, is not for much longer. The last day of 2020 and the first day of Métis Space. Season six. So, nickel 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 Oh, it is. it has really been, it has been a time. Has it? I don't even remember. Oh my god. It's already gone. Um, well, I think I think one of the things that strikes me the most about this year, uh, I'm feeling all like retrospective-ish, mm. is... Yeah, uh, give us your 2020 in retrospect. Yeah, okay. So um, I, I think one of the most surprising things for me, and a little bit of a letdown, but also a let up, is that the sort of post-apocalyptic apocalyptic pandemic fashion I envisioned, I think that we all envisioned which involved dirty leathers and and lots of, like, metal bits, random metal bits and, like, really cool hair mm-hmm. and, like, stompy boots, instead turned out to be pajamas of every Personally, sort. Personally, that really works for me. I know, but it, it really does make me sort of reconsider, you know, when I when I think about, like, zombie apocalypses and apocalypses of the non-zombie sort, I think, like, having a cool leather-studded aesthetic... Sort of helps make it better. I'm not sure that like fuzzy pink bunny slippers and like a really comfy cotton robe is is necessarily gonna give you the same sort of emotional boost. Yeah, and I guess like wiping zombie brains, like getting zombie brains off leather, Mm. I think is easier than getting zombie brains. Yeah, you just use like a baby wipe your robe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think you would like. So I like the kind of fashion that you can just do all of your laundry using only baby wipes. That's true. Yeah. I'm just... <laughs> oh, I just. it's something about luck. Okay. Mm. Wow. Gazunda height. <laughs> I don't even know what that. Anyway, it probably <laughs> means like she was a mighty queen in German. <laughs> <laughs> Who even knows? I don't know. Or it's just like I don't know. Gale force nostril wind. Uh, wow. German, such a beautiful language. I'm suddenly overcome with so much exhaustion just thinking about this year. It's because it's been such an emotional time. Like it the has last been. 15 minutes oh, yeah. of our life, actually, has been such just an emotional a roller time. coaster. Like, so what a way to end the century plus two decades, right? And begin a new season. It yeah. is an ending and a beginning. It is the renewal. It's the alpha, the omega. The king is dead. Long live the king. Yeah, and the king is I, and also you. <laughs> the king and the king and The, and king, the king is us. <laughs> All right, so we're clearly rambling here, which is very on point for us. Uh, Molly, what is it that we have eyeballed today? I don't know. Well, first, I've been eyeballing this wine. Okay, let's, let's talk about the wine. Yeah. Okay, so upon this wine... Is a fearsome red rooster with a bit of a, a bit of a sexy glare. Don't you Yeah, like, he's kind of, like he really is like challenging you to like a make out off. Yeah. He's like, I'm gonna make out with you so much harder than you can make out with me. And it's true because he has a beast so beak. he can fuck you up. I know, I know. But like I might go for it. Cut another another bottle of this I know, wine, I might, I might I might totally peck at my face. Yeah, there's a, that little glint. There's a little glint in his eye that you like you know would be worth it right right so it's called red rooster it's a 2017 cabernet merlot which at this point is now like an ancient thing uh from from bc okay proudly perched above penticton on the scenic Naramata road our red rooster winery blends craftsmanship and creative spirit in each award-winning wine our hand-picked Barrel-aged blend of Cabernet Franc, Merlot, and Cabernet Sauvignon boasts, wait, really? Yeah, boasts rich aromas of red and dark berries with spice and vanilla, blah, blah, blah. Perfect with a blue cheese stuffed, no, no, a they should have hyphenated this, a blue cheese stuffed sirloin burger. I can get oh, on board with that. Yeah. Or a peppercorn steak. I want a blue cheese stuffed sourdough I'm just surprised that they... Why do they name it Red Rooster if it doesn't go well with chicken? Uh, now, firstly, it, well, it, would with chicken. Yeah, but it's red. Yeah, but there, the, are, there are red... So? No. So they, the rooster is red. The wine is red. No. In, in wine tradition, we are committing a major faux pas by drinking red wine with any sort of poultry. But That's as real you thing. and I are both transgressive, yeah, uh, it I mean, matters not. We were just not. talking about making out with that chicken as a form of battle. There you go. Yeah. So, uh yeah, so it, it can't say that because it would offend the sensibilities of the billies out there. It's true. The sensibilities. The sensibilities. Oh. <laughs> uh. <laughs> That rooster's name is Billy's Billies and bunnies yeah. <laughs> of the world. <laughs> was her name Bunny or was it Bonnie? It was Bunny. It was Bunny. Okay. That makes Because I was like, why is he calling her Bunster? Bunster. Because she's a bun bun. Hey, bun bun. Bun bun. Oh my gosh. Okay, so uh, we sat down and watched. The greatest film of all time. A Recipe for Seduction. The new. That KFC movie. The KFC movie. The, KFC the Lifetime KFC mini movie. Romance movie. That everybody in Nietzsche Dom has been like just waiting for. And it probably has already yeah. watched. I did. it's the kind of film I. I didn't know I needed. And now that I've seen it, I realize that I need more of it. I'm actually surprised given that it was co-produced or in association with KFC, that it didn't involve more product placement or like any product placement. Yeah. Kind of yeah. They really kept it pure to the story. Yeah. Uh, and, and what a story, <laughs> what a story, what, what a narrative. So a recipe for seduction tells the story of a young heiress who struggles between a wealthy suitor chosen by her mother and the new house chef, Harland Sanders. Harland Sanders. That guy that you may know from Saved by the Bell. Uh, oh, I was going to say, I'm smiling on the box of K- your KFC, uh, but yeah. also from Saved by the Bell, which I never saw growing up. Um, yeah, it's one of those things I missed. I, I, think, I think you were either like a Degrassi junior high person or... Oh, I just wasn't really allowed to watch that much TV. Wow. Yeah. All right. Fair. All fair. This, what, what was um, Boy Meets World? I saw a few episodes of Boy Meets World. Did you ever watch like Dawson Creek and stuff? No. Oh, okay. No, I have an aunt from Dawson Creek, though. (laughs) I've been to the real Dawson Creek. I don't need to watch an damn show. (laughs) (laughs) It's not that romantic, okay? It's way more romantic. (laughs) Oh, my God. Okay, yeah. So, no, I I never saw Saved by the Bell. My understanding is that one of them, I'm assuming it's the Colonel Sanders character, can stop time. Is that the premise of that show? Saved by the Bell? Are you thinking, like... Are you, what? I don't I, think n- so. There's no time manipulation? In uh, so I it? never really watched it that much, but oh, okay. I'm pretty sure it didn't. I think okay. it was just like a teen... Wow, we're really out of our depth here. I know. <laughs> <laughs> so we don't have the necessary background. Yeah, To okay, so... Yeah, whatever. To, so, okay, rewind. so we're looking, we're watching, we're coming at this from... All like, I know is he's got great con- dimples. ...a place. He doesn't yeah, really... Yeah, Lopez. Dimples. And also appreciate the fact that Harlan Sanders uh, was not portrayed by a white dude, because, like, there's no way a white dude came up with 11 herbs and spices it's true that's a really good point but also it and almost also, certainly was black somebody with <laughs> so, a like, like military background like i i don't think the military is particularly known for like seasoning herbs and well. spices yeah i think that they never did explain maybe maybe because it was uh there was a bit of a cliffhanger there maybe his military career has yet to happen oh maybe that that would be interesting for recipe for seduction mm-hmm. two recipes on the front lines yeah yeah, yeah. Although, like, yeah, I really don't actually have any desire to learn the history of KFC or the character of Colonel Sanders. I just no. don't want to know. No, I don't want like, really to know. Because it's, is... it's almost certainly he stole the recipe from, like, an amazing black chef. Yeah. And then profited. And he was, like, a colonel in the Confederate Army. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, my God. I don't want to know. Almost certainly. Yeah. Okay, so uh, it opens up in this in this wonderful locale that they rented. <laughs> <laughs> I think you mean the beautiful family mansion. Right, right. So there's a bunch of people sitting around, um, eating fried chicken off of very fancy plates. Yes. And also it looks like some kind of carrot salad. I don't know if you caught that, but I was all confused. I was like, I don't think KFC does carrot salad. Then I was like, maybe in America. Yeah. I think that they, I think they have different items, uh, depending on country. Yeah. Like you can get some. And the U S has like 14 different flavors of captain crunch. Are you serious? There's more than one flavor of captain crunch. Yeah. You can get your mouth sliced to, to bits. bits? With different flavors? Yeah, and then it, they probably sting different, too. Oh my gosh! How did I not wounds. know this? Okay, but to be fair, when I, I was younger, anyone, but... and um, I was around when the American dollar was worth less than the Canadian dollar. I for remember those, those moment, days. And we'd pop across the border to Montana and get a whack of sugar cereal that is not, well, maybe now is available in Canada. Just yeah, I think cool so. Yeah, you can get the um, like, crunch, crunch berry. Oh my gosh. Now. um <sighs> I think we have some here if you want to try it. The the only place I find like but. going to Kanawabi was interesting because they would get stuff from across the border, so you could yeah, get like flaming hot Cheetos. Yeah, but like different ones than the ones we have up here. We have like no, 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 but yeah, they have they like have the, the flame hot. real flaming. Yeah, 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 which oh, was so good. It was amazing. And they, and they also had American cereals there that I was like, what? You know? I had my first sweet tea actually at McDonald's in the states. <laughs> I know it was so. I was so sweet. I thought like I'm pretty sure I saw God. Oh, I yeah yeah. Yeah, I got about two swallows in and then unfortunately had to pour it out in the parking lot. I was, I was too afraid to, or Get, I shouldn't say afraid. I was like too, I felt too embarrassed to wow. pour it out in the actual McDonald's. Yeah. Because I was like, they're going to know. I, I, I can't I, handle the sweetness. No. Oh, my gosh. It created an international incident. Yeah. Um, okay. So, anyway, they're having non-specific, maybe it's KFC, maybe it's not KFC cuisine. It looked pretty good. It was. It did it, look pretty it good. Was, it was plated well. Yes. Um, and then there's this doofus who's proposing to his girlfriend over the fried chicken. Yeah. In front of, so clearly this is, like, some big family event, you know. Or like not even, it's just, like, the mom. We figure out later. So, it's the mom. The best uh, friend. Yeah, the best friend. And, and then the best apparently his. Date or something. Maybe it was the... I don't know if it was the date, but I, apparently his parents were there because the mom later is like, you embarrassed him in front of his parents, but we never actually see the parents. Oh, we Billy's parents? Him. Yeah. Oh, interesting. Okay. Yeah, but Billy looks like he could be her parents, so... Yeah, I he's think. like... Yeah, he's weirdly... He's Anyway. anyway yeah. yeah, he's um, um. So yeah. he's like, oh, uh bunny to the mom, the, the matriarch of the family. Oh, this is such a great dinner. the duh, 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 Like, I love all this food. Being ingratiating and skeezy. Totally skeezy. And she's like, ha, I didn't cook it. We have a chef. I'm useless. I'm rich and useless. I don't know how to cook. Um, yeah. So asks the girlfriend to marry him. Yeah. She's like, why are you putting me on the spot like this? Which is. They all start whispering totally to each it. other. She's like, what? Like, try as an yeah. aside so as no one else can hear. Why are you putting me on the spot like yeah. this? And the mom leaves over and she's like, just say yes. Yes. <laughs> um, so she walks off without giving but an she answer. Says no, good for her. She doesn't say no. She just. Well, she off. says, I need some time to think. But I feel like if you turn down a public proposal like that. It's a no. It's a no. It's a no. Also, you just shouldn't publicly. No, I don't know why that's still such a thing. It's so manipulative. Yeah, it's terrible. Um, you know, but again, some people do want that. So, I mean, if, if you like consent to that, like, I really do think like, this is something that like, um, monogamous heterosexual couples are really shitty at is having any sort of like, um, talks about consent. Like, do we consent to being monogamous being the most obvious conversation that people aren't having, but also like if, you know, if you are in a relationship and you're like thinking about marriage, if you haven't like discussed getting married and like how you might want a proposal or a wedding to go. Yeah. You know, if you're asking somebody to marry you and you're not sure if they're going to say yes, you probably, yeah, be you shouldn't do it. I and also know. like you shouldn't make somebody guess how you want to be proposed to. Yeah. You know, like, so if you're like, yeah, I, I want like, you know, I, want, I, my dream has always been like, at a family dinner eating fried chicken, I really <laughs> desperately want you to turn to me and skeezily ask me to marry you. Yeah. As you're like wiping your greasy chicken stained fingers on your Okay, you're your actually kind of cardigan. making this sound good now. Okay. Yeah. Okay, but fair. You're making fair. this sound like something I want now. Right. I mean, but you have to have that conversation. Yeah, you you just don't go and do the it. ring on over my greased up finger. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, I mean. Real smooth motion there. It, it could be romantic if it's consensual. Yeah. And to be consensual... You have to discuss it first. so the interesting thing about that, too, is, like, obviously there's the issue of, like, yeah, like, definitely have a conversation about whether or not you actually want to get married, so Mm -hmm. it's not, like, a total shocker Mm -hmm. when you ask somebody. But then also, you know, like... This idea that you just somehow need to know how somebody or when yeah. or why somebody would want to get married, even if they haven't told you, and if you do it wrong, you're failing somehow. Yeah, exactly. It's also outrageous. It's a weird... Well, it's like it's like this thing. It's like, no, you're not allowed to communicate with the, each other because then you're not the right... If you don't just know what I'm thinking, then yeah. you're not the right person for me, which is so toxic. Uh, yeah. I feel like if anybody asked me to marry them and we hadn't talked about it previously, even if I did want to marry them, I would just say no because... That's it's too behavior. weird. It is yeah. bad behavior. That's not something you just spring on somebody. Yeah. I don't know Anyway, whatever. You know, unless you're a hot chicken chef or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Okay. So, some exceptions if you make amazing secret recipe but, fried chicken. But here's the thing about chicken chef is that you know mm-hmm. he wouldn't pull that. He kind wouldn't. Of thing. Absolutely you know not. Wouldn't. Nope. You have that you have that faith and that trust because he is what is he? He's compassionate, ambitious. And, uh, and he's going to change like, the world talented with or something secret yeah. recipe. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so the next morning, the mom is sitting in this um, overwrought sort of like, I don't know, sitting room that is not the dining room. Yeah. With some really intense um, wallpaper, which is becoming all the rage lately. And uh, she's like, how dare you leave Billy in the lurch like this? Um, he's a Garibaldi, which yeah. I assume is the Garibaldi chocolate empire. I I wonder if this was some sort of like crossover. You know, Ooh. like maybe there will be, now be like a Garibaldi. But About I don't know how KFC is actually evil. Yeah, because I can Billy imagine the hero. that they would allow their name to be besmirched by Billy. Like, yeah, that. I'm actually really interested in the hypothetical recipe for seduction to whatever it looks like. <laughs> right. Like, I hope I, it I involves like there's a lot more action. Yeah, I hope there's like bullets flying and stuff. Yeah, yeah, like, like some Matrix-style dodging. Yes, and yeah. and, and like See, this he's is hurling, where the lines. Yeah, yeah. He, uh, the the uh, what's his name again? Harland just like hurls chi- like deliciously fried chicken legs. Oh my god! Like throwing knives. Yeah, and then yeah. he has like three between his knuckles. Oh, and just he's like, like shoot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I would okay, watch that. So yes, I would one hundred percent watch that. However, I've been thinking a lot lately about the ways in which American cinema. Is like so focused on cops and military. Oh, and how yeah. problematic that is. Oh, yeah. So part of me is like, do I really want a KFC movie that's about Mario Lopez? You know, being in the army. And part of me is like, no. no. But the other part is like, kind of. <laughs> uh, but not in the army. I just want him to like defeat. Oh, like a kind of like a John like Wick a thing. kung fu thing. You know, where yeah. it's just like like the whole premise of all oh, the kung yeah. fu movies he is he's going to be the, the master of the martial arts world. Chefs. Exactly yeah. for supremacy um except and Donnie Yen does the choreography. Oh. If Donnie Yen asked you to marry you out of the blue you'd "I, I Donnie Yen could ask me to do anything mm-hmm. and I'd be mm-hmm. cool with it." Could you lay in the in this puddle and, 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 and get right over. over you? <laughs> Certainly, Donnie Yen. <laughs> except that you know Donnie Yen could just like leap the puddle I know. and do like a cool move. Oh my god, Donnie Yen's moves are just so amazing. Okay. Yeah. Donnie Yen should have played the Colonel. Maybe that is what will. Okay, here we go. We were talking about being John Malkovich. Yeah, yeah. Maybe, maybe okay. that will be what that is. So Donnie Yen will crawl into the mind of, of Harlan Sanders. Sanders and control him like a meat puppet, a yeah. fried chicken meat puppet. Yeah. And all of a sudden, Mary Lopez will have Donnie Yen moves. Yeah. Oh, that'd be amazing. But I maybe we'll that. see him still as Donnie Yen. Yeah, that would be better. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I'll take... Sorry, I'll take Donnie I, Yen. I just don't. I just don't feel like Donnie Yen's ability to move is transferable. Yeah, no, that's, you know? that's true. That's like, true. no offense to Mario Lopez, but nobody has moves like Donnie Yen. No, Donnie Yen is... Yes. Okay. Wow. I'm going to have to watch a ton of Donnie Yen now. I feel like we've already talked longer than the movie is. I, it, it, almost <laughs> certainly. Almost certainly. We haven't even got through... Oh, yeah, okay. Anyway. Where were we? Uh, but this is about us, too. This is it's not true. just about the this movie. This is about the end of 2020. Oh, my God. Okay. Um... So okay. we, oh, how dare you leave Billy the Lurch. He's a Garibaldi, by God. Apparently they're very rich. Um, presumably because of their chocolate empire. Um, and then we learn that the father left that family nothing but debt. Right. And it's on Jessica being the hot young thing. She has to make a good marriage yeah, to a like rich fancy, guy. Yeah, because their house man. is going to be repossessed. Yeah. Um, okay. Which, and then, like, honestly, I think plays a monstrosity and they deserve it. Yeah, for sure. It should be repossessed and dispossessed and, and destroyed. Yeah. Um, the chef walks in and everyone's like ooh, and he's got this uh, like yeah, and he emotes so hard in every scene. It's so because yeah. I mean you he's have to invested. you have to do a lot in fifteen minutes, right? Yeah. But he's just like you know he's just so like bashful in the first one. His dimples are like Mariana's trench level. Yeah, one hundred percent. They just like I don't you know like dimples on fractal dimples. Yeah, and it's it somehow like shoots an arrow straight <laughs> into your heart. <laughs> You're like wow. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Look at the depth of those dimples. <laughs> Profound. so yeah, he's super bashful, it's super cute. Uh, Billy calls and she refuses his call, as she should. Yeah, uh, Harlan's outside receiving supplies for his delicious secret recipe. And Jessica, the 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 young hottie, uh, the insipid wallflower looking, yeah. good looking person, yeah. Um, I, I, but whoever honestly whoever designed her aesthetic, it's like so dull, yeah, it it's is so dull. Which I guess maybe it's supposed to put your attention back on, the I guess, story. but I guess it's like Target. <laughs> so, but like not even the cool things that people do with target no, you know really it's bad. like a target the catalog and, yeah it was yeah. awful um so she's offering him, him a tour of the property and i love that the mom is just like watching them narrow-eyed and there's like menacing yeah. music for a second she has nothing better to do yeah she's just like her world terrible. is collapsing around her and so she's, you know, she's invested. Yeah, like the, her daughter's her insurance for continuing to live her bloated existence. Exactly. And so uh, Jessica's describing Billy as an egotistical, entitled little. And then why am I even telling you this? And also, why are you even dating him if yeah. that's what you actually think about it? I know it's so clear. How did you get to that point in your relationship? Right. Like it's so clear that she just like regards him with so much revulsion. Like you can see her skin just crawling away from him, like, yeah. ugh, dragging her along. Which, like, <laughs> you know, that says a lot about the actor that plays Billy because he's skin crawling mm-hmm. in that. Mm-hmm like he's gross yeah he's over the top like uh, uh as a bad guy but he's also just like so yeah ugh. he channels it well yes, it is does. disturbing um, oh, and his outfit. So Billy, Billy shows up. Oh yeah, in that cardigan. Oh my with god, the, like, eight foot long sleeves. <laughs> so yeah, like blue shorts, a dress shirt, and the and the typical like rich preppy look with the yeah. like pink sweater tied around. Yeah, tied so, around yeah. his shoulders, but it's tied around at his belly button. Yeah, like the the, the arms are so stretched and they're, like, out, kind of tucked into each other. Like it's super. <laughs> there's no so knot, or it's so weird. It's so weird. I was long. like, is that what? Is that like a rich guy snuggie? What is that? <laughs> it's So I gross. Couldn't figure it out. But, um, and then <laughs> Harlan was talking just before that about how he has this secret recipe that's going to change the world, blah, blah, blah. Um, but Billy is, like, being a, a, a jerk to Jessica. And then he looks at, he's like, oh, who's this? And she's like, oh, it's the chef. And he's like, he looks at Harlan. He's like, beat it, crouton. Beat it, crouton. <laughs> and there's all this, like, tenseness. Yeah. Beat it, crouton. Like, really? That's the crouton? best joke. You- Billy, that's the best you got. Yeah. (laughs) Beat it, you undercooked drumstick. There we go. (laughs) Just topped it. Crouton? I don't know. Yeah, he's not a salad chef, man. Oh my gosh. Which is clear when you eat KFC, he was not a salad chef. No, no. But Jessica storms off and Arlen looks at Billy straight in his eyes and he's like, don't call me crouton. (laughs) Also, I'm sorry, but Mario Lopez, I don't know if you know this, but he's jacked in that movie. Oh, yeah. Oh, like, I wouldn't just go around calling that guy crouton. Dude, that shirt is so tight. Like, (laughs) so, buttons popping tight, And, and the biceps, and the, like, oh, my, yeah, like, yeah. I don't know I don't know what his like regimen was but Special he wasn't or He something. was not whatever eating, the buffest one is. He was not eating KFC as he prepped for this. Maybe he was. Maybe that's why. Maybe that's the secret. Dude, maybe that been, is one of his secret spices. I've been eating KFC my whole bench life. Presses. Every time my dad needed to apologize for being an asshole, I've eaten KFC and I don't look jacked. I can I I can assure you with a lifetime of experience you were not um. going to get the Mario Lopez body by eating KFC. That's, that's disappointing. Just thought. But maybe maybe the key to making KFCs is you have to be that jacked. Mm. Like the, the seven herbs and spices are like bicep curls. It's 11. Bench presses. Squats. Sweat. sweat <laughs> electrolytes. Blood and tears. Lunges. The whales of your enemies. I can't think of any more exercises. Although I was thinking like whales, like W-H. <laughs> the whales yeah. of your enemies. Sure. A whale. <laughs> An enemy. <laughs> Um, we need we need three more. Uh, I don't know uh, a fierce rooster wine wine um, dimples a snuggie and a snuggie and a Crouton. Those are the eleven okay. secret Herbs and Spices. You're welcome, everyone. Uh, now you two can go forth
1: and, and make, KFC make KFC and win the
0: girl. Um, okay, so now we are sort of introduced to her black gay. BFF. Yeah, which I did not think that that trope had survived that long. And I know probably that's because I don't actually watch a lot of TV. Yeah. But that seems like a very late 90s to early 2000s trope. I'm not sure. It's very Sex in the City to me. I don't think that I've watched anything recent recently. That had such an obvious gay best friend stereotype. Well, yeah, like everything I'm watching. Yeah. Is from the early aughts right now. Yeah. So yeah, I, I don't know. But anyway, so they, they, they take that one up. Oh, and it's so tropey. He's like, I'm going on a date with a guy I met at the farmer's market and we're going to the country club now. <laughs> yeah. I'm getting country club ready in the car. You're like, oh, yeah, okay, man, that. we, know. Also we know. Farmers market, lol. Um, And Jess is like, I think I'm falling for the chef. I really believe in him. <laughs> so, okay. So I love this part because number one, She's literally just met the chef. She spent like a grand total of five minutes with him, which is very free romance book. Okay. Yeah, I, 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 I thought then, you would be perfect to talk about this because it did... It is. It's it, a 15-minute yeah. free romance book. Amazing. And they, they do a lot in it. They do all of the like yeah. necessary like peaks and stuff before they're... Anyway. Um, but also because this is like a classic thing in free romance books where the gay best friend is not actually a human being, just, okay. like, sort of this reflective surface for the main protagonist to talk about herself. So she's just not, like, doing a, a monologue. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, she's, I mean, she is doing her. a monologue, she's doing a monologue, but she's but she's doing a, yeah. a monologue at a person right, that you're right. supposed to be like, well, wow, look, she has a gay best friend. She must be progressive, right? you right. know? So, so that's happening, which is, like, it's 2020. It is, like, uncomfortable. <laughs> like, yeah, but, <laughs> like, I mean... Anyway, oh sh- kudos to kudos to whoever that person is who's playing the friend because you got the short end of the stick. But yeah, yeah. it was pretty awful. Um, although he does come through in the end, he does. So um, okay, Cruton, market blah blah blah. Should I leave Billy for him? He's like totes my goats. Um, and the yeah, mom- which also again no context, but he's like yeah, yeah yeah sounds good. Yeah, we've only got fifteen minutes. We've got ten minutes left at this point. Yeah, you do it. You just you just do it. The mom is listening. Of course, she's lurking. Yeah, she takes her daughter's phone. And sets up a meeting with Billy, yeah, uh, at the country club where the gay self same country club, yes, that was just mentioned. Okay, and then it gets super creepy. Ooh, yeah. Because apparently the mom has like been schlepping Billy, yeah, uh, uh, all over the place, and she's like, "Honey, if you marry my daughter, we can keep doing the deed." Uh, which, like, I know what. I what? don't get it. What? And, he, and he's clearly super yeah, into intuitive. it, like, oh, He's, yeah. like, all about it. Uh, it's like, why don't you two just get married? You're, like, of an age. Yeah. And you Yeah, they look more like they're the same age. Yeah. I don't know. Because, like, I guess the head's got to keep it super creepy. Yeah. Because um, then, then you don't get the right amount of conflict in order to tell the story. But, no. like, and you know, this is the kind of thing, one of those classic pre-romancey books thing where you're just, like, why if people just communicate like yeah. clearly to one another, it would all be solved. Good choices make bad stories oh my god what a beautiful phrase i know every time i i like because i read a lot of thrillers it's all about people making bad choices apparently um i don't notice myself doing this but apparently i yell at the characters a lot Hmm. and my partner's like you know bad choices make good stories bad choices make good stories i'm like you're right you're right i just hate this person so much if you just told somebody the truth yeah but who would read that my so my least favorite free romance book trope aside from the like If we just talked about this, we could clear it up in like one second. Which is like a huge thing with secret baby. Oh, okay. secret baby trope where somebody's like, you know, you didn't realize I was pregnant when you broke up with me. And now I have this nine-year-old. Oh my gosh. But I still have so much resentment. So I'm not communicating with you. But clearly we still love each other. Anyway, my ultra least favorite one is I don't deserve to be happy. So I'm just going to make this really hard on everybody. Yeah. I hate that. I don't give a shit if you think you deserve something. You know, that impulse to be like, oh, I don't deserve to be happy, so this and that. But, like, it's actually just incredibly self-centered. Yeah. If you're actually trying to decenter yourself because you don't think you deserve to be happy, just, like, step into your own life so you can just stop navel-gazing mm-hmm. and, like, focus on the people around you. Yeah. Because, like, that's how relationships work. Yeah. Is, like, yeah. Instead of just being like, I, uh... Yeah. You deliberately avoiding doing things that make you happy and being in ways that, like, make you just, like... Be, be aroundable. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's just like, like it screws everything up for yeah, everybody else, which not, is the that's opposite not, uh, yeah. of what you think you're doing. Exactly! It's exactly. annoying. Exactly. But good choices make boring stories. Yeah. But anyway, thankfully in this one, although actually we don't really get what Harlan Sanders wants in this. This was the other thing, is he is also this cool. Oh, well, he has no personality, no, except he, for he his secret recipe. Yeah, and a secret recipe. Yeah, yeah he just figures his secret recipe is going to change the world. But yeah, he doesn't really... Talk about that. None of them are are, mm-hmm. are particularly fleshed out characters. Which you could you could argue, well, it's only fifteen minutes, but how many of us have seen like little animated shorts that we become totally like like fall in love with the characters in like thirty seconds? So it's yeah. it's, it's it's possible. I think Jessica's the actually Jessica's mom has the most humanity in this. Yeah, just, well, she, and she's most interesting. Yeah, she yeah Jessica's has motivations. Like, yeah, yeah. We don't know what they are other than she's just like an evil money grubbing. Well, no, um, she wants to save her house, and she yeah. wants to, you know, like, maintain her lifestyle, and also she wants to be able to keep banging her hus- or her daughter's fiancé. But I don't even think she wants to bang him. I just think she does, like, just because that keeps him giving her money True. around. Yeah, so it's like it's all the same. Yeah, like, yeah. there's no way even that woman finds Billy attractive. Nobody finds that guy attractive. I don't know, man. No. nope. nope. No, I think she, I, I think, think she, some she, people are into that kind of masculinity. Oh, I, mean, I do. Okay, but also I think somebody of, of, of Bunny's caliber, it's really about the money. The money turns her on. Totally. It's not totally. Billie. Yeah. Like if Billy was broke, she would be like like repulsed by him. Totally. But a big a, but again, I think that's like part of, you know, being of that class. Yeah, right. Because clearly like, she's trying to like make her daughter that as well. Which is so funny. It doesn't matter if you even like him or can stand to be around him. He's rich, so Yeah get on with. Yeah. And that whole sort of like trophy wife and marrying for money thing is like, is a real thing. Yeah. Right. It's a and real thing. Good for them. It's not, it's not using men for money. If you think that they're getting a fair deal out of it. Mm, mm-hmm. Right. And I think, you know, cause that's the thing with the trophy. Like I can't imagine how hard it is to be a trophy wife. Say what you will, but these women are putting in work. Like oh, yeah. this is like, they have to have their right clothes. They got to do it. Like it's totally stuff that I don't value, but it's work. Like it's like yeah. hard.
1: Yeah, it's, yeah, it's just, just like a
0: totally different way of life from here in North Edmonton. Yeah, it actually, it actually feels like when I watch those shows, I feel like their lives are more precarious than my own mm-hmm. because they're so based on like this maintaining um, a certain like lifestyle mm-hmm. that nobody can actually afford, and it's all about maintaining appearances, and it seems really stressful. And I'm and just then, like, well, because too, like, you know, I think for a lot of these women, you know, either they've never known anything else or you know, they have known mm-hmm. other things, or they, and they been poor. refuse yeah. Yeah. to ever even entertain the thought of going back to that. Yeah, or yeah, I yeah. think like with us and with a lot of people here, you know, like you're lucky if you get to the point where you're like, you know, pay rent regularly, yeah. and then you know, you know you can make it if something happens. Especially, you know, in Alberta where the economy collapses every, you know, eight oh years my gosh. or whatever. Yeah, somebody I saw this. I saw somebody describe this recently. I was watching a TikTok. And it was like, you know, you you hear about like the new rich, right? People who are, people who come from poor backgrounds who don't know how to be rich, rich, right? But right now, because of 2020 and so many people are are like economically unstable, there's like the new poor. These are people who've never had to deal with not having enough, Mm -hmm. who all of a sudden like, so they don't have the skills, right? Because Mm -hmm. that's one thing growing up poor does teach you is like how to be poor, how to, how to survive with Mm -hmm. very, very little. Right. And it's something I think like, even if you become financially stable later on, it's, it's something you never forget. Right. It's why like our grandparents, you know, still hoarded long past the the depression. Right. Mm -hmm. Like they were like, these are, these are, these are the skills that kept going. Just in case. Yeah. Just in case. Right. Yeah. And I, I think that's really interesting is, is that idea that like, there are many people out there who may not have been rich, but they were comfortable middle-class enough that they never Mm -hmm. had to learn any of those skills. And so they're totally hooped. It's, yeah. it's like, it's, yeah, it's, I don't yeah, know. There's just no way. No, it's just yeah. messed up. Which like, you know, you can only feel like so bad for people, right? Because a lot yeah. of that, you know, and, and folks with like that intergenerational wealth or whatever, mm-hmm. you know, they've probably never had the opportunity, a lot of them even, to like sort of interact with the plebes. Yeah. Yeah. It's not but a choice necessarily for them. However. It's just, yeah. Like, you know, a lot of that is sort of will for ignorance. Oh yeah, for right. sure. Like this, this like bunny at the band. Oh, I don't know how to cook. Mm. Like she is not one of the women that came for poverty. Right, right. She's like bragging. Yeah, that thing where you're like, I don't have skills because I've never had to have them yeah. because yeah. Whereas Harland, now uh, like probably you know working class way up from. Is he where like it's that's unclear I don't because know. he came out of that really fancy restaurant. He did, and he's taking a break by working for her. Right. Yeah. It's it's so it's, it's hard so to unclear. say. Hard to unclear. say. But I think you're supposed to. Yeah, you're supposed to see him leave. as like kind of the the working class goateed hero. Right, right. With the the biceps, mm-hmm. but he probably anyway. couldn't even get his cravat around his biceps. <laughs> anyway, not that I was paying attention. I love that he had the Colonel Sandals sandal Sandals, sanders cravat. There, yeah, but, but like kind of like little... extra cash. Yeah, because totally. You know cash. that he can hang exactly. Like he's he's not gonna get drink. Like he might have like, you know, I see him having like kind of seltzer water, yeah. or something. You know, like he's not gonna get like. he's going to loosen it, and then he's going to dance. Yeah, he's going to dance, and then you're going to get sloppy, and he's going to take care of you. Yeah, totally. Yeah, he's compassionate, handsome, and ambitious. (laughs) Those are his qualities. Oh, my gosh. Okay, so getting back to it. (laughs) um, Okay, so after... So Billy and the mom are sleeping together. Ugh, so gross. And guess who is at the country club and overhears everything. Lee, the gay best friend, is like, we need to talk. So now Billy is in the kitchen. And he manages, I don't know if he actually steals the secret recipe. Did he take it? I think he took it. It's unclear because you see him hold the recipe card and he takes it. But the recipe card literally just says like, Secret recipe. Herbs and spices. <laughs> yeah, it was great. Yeah, so it's like, I don't think it's a recipe. But it's, he's like, ha ha. You know. Secrets out, chicken man. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. So Harlan and Billy sort of face off there. Um, and Billy's like, how much is it going to cost to get you to leave Jessica and leave town? You know, typical, I'm not for sale. I have integrity because I care about chicken. Yeah. I mean, you also just met this girl 30 seconds ago. Yeah. Um, writes him a check for $500,000, which is great. After Billy lies to him and is like, Oh yeah, she She already accepted my proposal. So you're just in the wind, buddy. Like, sorry about that. Yeah. Here's $500,000. I guess as a consolation prize, yeah, I would have been which, like, cha-ching, see ya. Yeah, totally. And also like, why, if, if you, if she already said yes, why, why would you need to pay him off? But whatever. Yeah. Also, it's not like he wrote on the memo, like, you know, for it, yeah. fucking off. If you, you don't know? fuck off, the take, money, the yeah. take the money Just take the girl. exactly. Maybe that's, maybe that's what he does. You know, he never like, he says, you know, I can't be bought or whatever. Yeah. And she takes the check, but maybe later they cash it. Mm-hmm. And that's how he starts his chicken empire. Could be, could be, who knows. Who knows? Um, so then, uh, Lee shows up, confronts the mom, who's like, I saw you, you had your hands all over Billy. She's like, no, 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 no. And then she hits him with a a croquet croquet racket. racket. Or as I like to call it, a croquet racket. Ooh, a (laughs) racket. Like, it's spelled the same with a, it's craquet. Or, or croquet racket. A croquet racket. Croquet racket, croquet racket. A (laughs) cro-cracket. (laughs) <laughs> anyway so as one has just sitting around yeah by the door for some reason we, yeah. as we <laughs> also do. it took us so long to figure out what it was we're like, what? we were like what is that stick with a handle you know on why it? i recognize it? it was like polo maybe it was a horse polo thing because it seemed kind of oh, long potentially potentially we're too we're not not rich enough to no know. it just it, it i i only recognize the form of it because of fresh prince of Bel-Air. oh okay yeah, but, but i Beller. but you're right now that i think about it i have no idea if it's a croquet racquet or a polo raquet. I know, okay, um poll okay. pol- no pol- pol- just polo. <laughs> <laughs> uh okay. okay, so harland um believing that his his love uh has said yes to another man uh heartbreaking, th- yes. He was like, and my plan, my secret recipe, that was supposed to be between us. Oh, yeah. (laughs) And we're like, what? (laughs) Yeah, he's all upset. (laughs) My secret recipe was supposed to be totally secret. We don't really know about your secret recipe or your secret plan, but it's fine. All we know is that you have a secret recipe for chicken. That's apparently awesome. Yeah. And then Jessica's like, I never said yes. And then they kiss passionately. Passionately. She also reassures him that she never told Billy about the secret recipe. Yeah, of course. Thank God. And then the mom sees, and there's the menacing music. Billy, we have a problem. Yeah, the mom is just hanging out oh yeah like that house must have so many little alcoves yeah where she can just like spy Flare from yeah oh my gosh um okay and then the, then we see Jess is talking to the mom and the mom's like oh our left last night but then she's walking He's around gone. all disconsolate and like just you know in her bad nobody chinos nobody knows the trouble I've seen and, her, and the tacky little bridges yeah god it was so bad. Really bad. she's wearing one of those skinny belts I hate a skinny I hate, belt yeah. well, I I I I. I I like a skinny belt Mm -hmm. when I was pregnant when I was massively pregnant I like I liked a skinny belt like above my bump yeah, but it that skinny belt wasn't holding up pants. Well, that skinny belt wasn't holding up pants either. I know. That's my problem. <laughs> that's my problem. Okay, okay. Yeah, don't don't pretend. Don't, like, try to sell me on the fact that this skinny belt is, like, not holding, like, fake holding up your pants. Well, I, I, It's so skinny. You know. Also, just, like, I feel like if I was to try to wear a skinny belt to hold up my own pants, yeah. it would dig into my love handles and be uncomfortable. Yeah, for sure. It's like, and I know that other people do not have the kinds of, like, voluptuous love handles <laughs> I do however it's I like it's like just, trying to keep your pants up with piano wire like yeah yeah okay. like a shoelace no you that's know, like, why that's why i love it may it may not be good for the environment but spandex and jeans is the best thing ever 100 and also the fact that we've all stopped wearing jeans yeah. except for just today because i'm fancy yeah but like yeah it's new year's Eve. are we ever gonna go back to jeans i say i vote i did i vote was like no. already jeans were already on the way i know me. i think we need to like agree that like leisure wear is now office wear Okay, like so here's my favorite with post-pandemic fashion. Is that we're going to get super fancy? Is that, yeah, we're going to get super formal and super fancy as sort of like a response right. to the deep cash of 2020. Okay. I, mm, but after 1918, me. wasn't like the, t- the roaring 20s, everybody was having orgies and doing coke and wearing like really cool, loose clothing. Like, maybe we could do that sort of but it was all it was all fancy though it was like those dresses they're so bedazzled like they probably weigh like 15 or 20 they 100% do actually yeah 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 yeah. I got I got one for like high school and it was just like a flapper dress but it was also weirdly heavy yeah 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 Yeah. so anyway we, we all need to be vigilant we need to be vigilant I understand that when 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 not if uh, this pandemic is sort of like kind of in our rear view mirror mm-hmm. uh, that we have to embrace the good things that have come out of this pandemic. It's hard to think about those things, but I, I appreciate the amount of time that I've got to spend with my family. Um, I appreciate not commuting. Oh my gosh. I've, I've not- always thought commuting is a scam. Yeah.
1: It's and ter- this yeah. year has
0: proved that it is. I appreciate the, the clothing, the, 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 the loose pajamas like, I think my partner has basically lived in pajamas this entire year. It's been, yeah. It's been I'm well great. i you. I appreciate uh, the fact that my partner, um, even though he is unemployed right now, he has more time to bake cookies for me. Ooh, nice. Yeah. Nice. I appreciate all the weed I've been eating. Yeah. Yeah, all the edibles. Yeah. Way more than normally, for sure, just to, like, get through. Yeah. Yeah, I honestly I'm at the point now where sometimes I just smoke weed because it makes my bed so comfy Like it's a great reason. I just lie in it and it's like I'm sinking into the biggest warmest fluffiest marshmallow my pillow feels like I'm laying my head down in an angel's lap and the angel is like playing a gentle harp for me. Oh my gosh, you know Wow yeah, I appreciate all the trashy thrillers I've read. I'm, I'm, oh, so many! I'm I'm going for like about one a day these days. Yeah, I appreciate. I got so bored. I started rewatching True Blood. Oh now, my gosh! You know that I appreciate it. Yeah, uh, it's parts of it really did not age well. <laughs> <laughs> but you know what? It's it's fun. It's fun watching it because when I first watched it, I think I was about twenty, and I just. Again, because I didn't watch much TV or movies or right, anything right. growing up, like I had no sort of broader cultural context mm-hmm. for any of the stories or tropes. Mm-hmm. And but now at the age of thirty-two, like I just recognize so much more in it, and like yeah. how it's being subverted and like campified and stuff. Yes. It's so fun. I so. appreciate that I've been able to watch the entirety of DS Nine, mm-hmm. Voyager, Enterprise. Um, I, I feel like <laughs> I have, don't to, have to talk about it I, know. Don't have to I just talk be, about and, and I think I'm going to watch the original series again after yeah. Enterprise and then, yeah. Yeah. You're going to, you're going to love it because, okay, here, here's my things with the original series. I was actually talking to Paul Garou about this because yeah. he's like, I hate Kirk and I'm like, that's <gasps> totally fair. I don't hate Kirk yeah, for like a no. bunch of reasons. However, I hate Archer. 100%. Archer is <clears> by far oh, the worst. Oh, he's just fucking terrible. But here's the thing. Kirk is not a human being. Kirk is one-third of a human being. You cannot understand oh, Kirk yeah. as, like, an individual. Oh, no. It Without his relationship? No, no, no. Without his relationship yeah. to, to Spock and Bones? Yeah. It's oh, basically, yeah. like, Star Trek is illegible if you think of Kirk as, like, an individual human being. In spite of the fact that the fandom really does sort of, like, celebritize him. Like, yeah. it doesn't really make sense. No, no. They're, like, they're... Yeah, I I 100% agree with yeah. that. He's one-third of a person. I think the reboots do a good job of, like... Of, of creating that sort of love triangle. I mean, yes and no. Like, the first one, I thought was a beautiful mm-hmm. sort of, like, tribute and, like, nostalgia piece. Like, I thought... And I thought the actors actually all did a really good job portraying mm-hmm. their characters. Yeah. The later ones, like, it just separates them too much. It does. It does. No, like. the first one was great. Because, like, honestly, all homo. I would, like... I, like, I would just... Please, Please homo, just like just homo. life partnership, like oh, it just, they just it need Spock to be together. And bones, just yeah, one all of banging. them. Love it. I loved um, it. It was so it was so broey. Yeah, and and also like very homo. Looking at the first Star Trek, like mm. it is chaos. It Scotty is like drunk ninety percent of the time. Yeah, he defeats multiple villains by just drinking them under the table. Oh my God, like that amazing. is his thi- like he's just drunk. The Enterprise is being held together with, like twine. <laughs> um, like everything is just chaos. They're all fighting like just weird fight like Sulu's running around trying to fence people they're all getting high on spores all the time like perk, like the fashion is just bonkers yes. you know like and then you get to TNG and yes. they're all so stuck up I know compares, I know like people talk about Picard being the best captain and I'm like I'm sorry Picard is like a weird antisocial nerd who's just like a geek it, that's you know true. I, like, I love him yeah but like yeah. let's be honest he goes for women like Vash because Vash is a badass yeah And, like, breaks the law all the time. And Picard just, like, can't bring himself to do it because he's too snooty. He is very snooty. Like, I love him for a lot of reasons. And, like, you know, he clearly has that impulse for, like, badassery. But, like, he can't bring himself out of sort of, like, that, like, liberal ubermensch shit. Oh, my God. Yeah. They're all busy fucking putting on... Violin concertos, while in the original series, like hippies are taking over the Enterprise to go find God. I know, I I love that. I love that about the original series because it is—it's just a bunch of fucking like space hippies, you know, like having sex and doing drugs and just yeah. like brawling. And then Enterprise manages to be so regressive, like so There's, regressive. Yeah, that wasn't that can't have been a mistake. It, it's like such a one eighty. They were like, there's too many women. Oh my There's gosh. too many black people. There is too many, like, badass, sh- like, yeah. Like critiques of capitalism, colonialism, liberal humanism. Where so- <laughs> Where is our ba- our fan base? Yes. And their fan base is this, like, fake, like, white dude yeah. living in his mom's basement oh that God. never existed never for Star existed. Trek. never existed. I know. <sighs> anyway, wow, that was a- quite the tangent. Okay, but this relates to a recipe okay. for seduction. Yes. Because. I can't wait to hear this. Harlan Sanders, and I definitely am not just making this up as I'm saying it, Harlan Sanders represents that kind of blank canvas that we can put all of our fantasies onto. Similarly to how we see the progression from TOS to TNG, DS9, Voyager, and... Uh, <laughs> we can see Harlan Sanders as sort of like this like embodied blank slate that we can then project onto and hopefully... What we see with future iterations of A Recipe for Seduction is that kind of really interesting reflection of what society actually wants out of a character like that rather than his own individuality because he doesn't exist as an individual. Can you tell who the PhD student is?
1: <laughs> you straight He's up pulled that out of this, your ass. This, that was how I get my
0: degrees, baby. That was amazing. So full well shit. Well done. Plink. All right. Uh, okay, so where are we going? Da, da, da. Okay, so now she oh, yeah, she's like, along. She's all morose. Yeah. yeah, and she hears these muffled calls, and she she sees a shed, and then she uh, sees blood she on the door, blood on the handle oh, of the door. Gosh. That was intense. Yeah, I was like, no. Um, but Harland is tied to a chair, duct tape across his face. That's gonna like not be fun to take off. Um, he's like, <laughs> Ugh. she goes in. <laughs> Wait, what's he like? <laughs> <"Ugh."> <laughs> 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 And, and the mom runs in, Billy's there with a knife, just totally unhinged. You kitchen knife. But it's interesting because you see him when he first goes into the kitchen to steal the secret recipe mm-hmm. or whatever he does. He, like, picks up a knife and he's, That's like, barring right. it. He's like, oh, I love stabbing. <laughs> so then you see it reappear. He's like, stabby, stabby. Yeah. The mom went, Lee's escaped. And, and Jessica's like, what? <laughs> Look. Lee was at the country club on his date. Yeah, But no, Lee was clearly also... Locked up somewhere in that house with 900 alcos. I know. So Billy comes close with the knife and Harlan just straight up headbutts him. Yeah, which, that was like, pretty sweet. Headbutts, nobody wins at a headbutt. Like, except if you're Harlan Sanders. Unless you're Harlan Sanders. Yeah, because he's got that Kirk-like aspect there to There you him, go. He where just, he's just going to, you know, like if he had his arms free, he would have just like axed him, you know, like that yeah, big yeah, overhead yeah, 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 totally. to the back. Oh yeah. my gosh. Oh, that's a great move that never actually works. I know. Except um, in Star Trek. <laughs> They, it's a, it's a technique they learn centuries in, from now. Yeah, totally. Yeah. In the Federation. They figure out how to make it actually effective. Exactly. Yeah. So uh, then Lee comes in and saves Harlan. Saves Harland, the day. Uh, by, like, whacking Billy there. Deus ex... Lee, Lee Chiana, <laughs> and then I love the mom. She like hooks her fingers like an old style witch, and like a like, crow. And she's like, hey! <laughs> and then Jessica just shoves her into like a bookshelf or something. and She just falls over as one <laughs> does. She is defeated. And then passionate kiss. Yeah. All of a sudden, we're at a wedding, which Lee is officiating. Yeah, which I actually liked. Yeah, that was as great. somebody who officiates weddings, I was this. like, oh, this is the most relatable part. It was pretty great. Yeah um then we see mom is graying and is in some sort of home like asylum it looks yeah, like it looks like, yeah. like shady oaks or something yeah know? yeah yeah and then billy who's also graying shows up and like, yeah the year buddy. was not kind to them no no oh yeah because that was like one year later that's right yeah, yeah they grayed real fast yeah and then he's like he sits down next to her and he's like i found them and then he eats chicken he gets <laughs> a bite of chicken <laughs> and then it leaves you on that cliffhanger. The cliffhanger. So this is where I think, you know, I think there's a lot of places that yeah. a recipe for seduction 2 could go. I know. Now, could we talk about whether or not we can, like, enjoy this film, given that it's basically just a lo- an ad for KFC? Like, I get that we all have this complicated relationship with KFC. It's like, it's like the fancy Nietzsche food. Yeah. You know? It's also the fancy Nietzsche apology food. Yeah. And, and and it has, like, a special place in our heart. I, and day food. I, yes. And Lindsay, I once Lindsay and I, after Cree class, oh. used to walk down the street in Verdun to KFC, oh, KFC and go get KFC and climb up onto the roof of whatever and just eat KFC together. Amazing. Yeah. It was beautiful. Um, also, just the fact that, like, it is truly so finger-looking good. It is finger-looking good. Okay. Okay. But- Okay, my assessment of this, yeah. very important facet of this discussion, is yes. Because again, when you look at American cinema, I would say at this point, like 80% of it is basically cop-aganda. ads for either the cops or the military. Yeah, it's, it's all propaganda. Right? So, like the MCU. Even your phase. Yeah, the MCU. Brooklyn Nine-Nine. Brooklyn 9 Oh, yeah, the entirety. Of the World MCU, MCU et cetera. Oh, right? my like, God. I'm a huge fan of a lot of, a lot of the MCU. They're fun, they're name, silly, name they don't require Name a, lot of a series thought. that isn't. Like it, like yeah Star too. Starter no, an absolutely. And and that's the thing. Is there anything out there that's not like either explicitly like propaganda or like tangentially propaganda? You know, like is there like a sympathetic cop character or military character? You know, like I can't think of anything that I've watched recently that does not glorify militarized violence in I, some way. I want to say, and this is just tentative because I'm just thinking about this now. The Expanse maybe falls into that category of inherently critical of sort of that kind of organized violence. Yeah, I haven't watched it enough. i, I it's it's slow getting into it. It is slow, yeah. Isn't? It's, it's yeah. sort of okay. built like a sort of cheesy thriller in right. the first season. I've I've heard that about the expanse though. Man, so, yeah. Um but yeah, no, it's like it's like yeah. you don't just have movies like why don't we have more movies about I don't know, like teachers. Why don't like, we have About more fucking movie? anything. Yeah. About teachers who are not well meaning white people who go in yeah. to who are not, like, poor saviors. neighborhoods to be saviors. Yeah. yeah. Like yeah, yeah, why don't we not? have more movies about you know, like like literally anything. Anything. It's all just like, yeah, these like sort of ubermensch white dudes like inflicting violence yeah. in various ways. Okay, so you're saying that cinema being inherently problematic means that this particular film does not stand out? Uh I would I would honestly say that like in in the grand scheme of things mm-hmm. a movie that is a cheesy romance that is basically an ad for KFC on the whole, mm-hmm. is less problematic than the majority of popular film these days. Fair, fair. That, that would be that would be my initial assessment. Oh, what I'd forgotten, what I was thinking about is, I don't even know if this is true or if this is just urban legend or just because a friend told me that they went to this, but I can't remember which of our friends went to an All You Can Eat KFC on one of the actual Cherokee reservations. That there oh, was I was like, going to say, I was like... All You Can Eat KFC would not survive us, but if it's on a yeah, res, then yeah. they, they've, they've prepared. Okay. And, and so one of the things that I want to do in my life, and COVID may have screwed with this, but mm-hmm. it has always been one of my goals. Like there's lots of places I want to travel. Probably we'll never do that. But if I can go to the All You Can Eat KFC on that Cherokee res, I would. Is is the res in Oklahoma? I don't remember. Okay. Because I don't. As you know, I am terrible at geography. Unless I have actually gone to a place, I do not know where it is. It doesn't really exist. It's sort of in this gray middle area. So, here is my thought. Okay. We should road trip Mm -hmm. and do a double road trip to the All You Can Eat KFC in Dollywood. That sounds brilliant. Yeah. That sounds very... I don't know if it's physically, like doable for all we know it isn't but it is doable it in our minds yeah it's and something we can plan for yeah in my brain they're like an hour away from yeah exactly they're basically like yeah you just pop into one and, and yeah and next get, door you, is the you, other. you take the kfc and then you go have a picnic at Dollarwood. Mm. so yeah okay that's good plan that sounds like super fun i love it all right so now that we've decided that watching this um is okay oh and could okay so one thing i was disappointed about is mm. that KFC clearly doesn't understand their status within the native community. I know there was no indigenous rep. Like who do you think is keeping your franchises going? I know. I know know. when there are so many other chicken like opportunities out there, fried chicken opportunities. And we still. I mean, it depends on where you go. That's true. That's true. But it's becoming more. I mean, even like back, like it's, it's only pretty recently. Like I remember living up North and, um, all the folks from Newfoundland would like get Mary Browns. Flown in yeah. at just an unbelievable cost once a year uh, to celebrate. And I was like, it's not that good. But now there's like, there's tons of different chains. Yeah. Like even... But even in, was yeah. is the OG. I know. And, and that was did. the only place to get it's fried like they chicken in Oscar They don't Australia. know. They don't know that we love them. I know. And do they deserve well, Maybe... Our Okay, you know how in Frozen, the original Frozen, there was like all that problematic representation, and then mm-hmm. in Frozen 2, they mm-hmm. tried to rectify right, that? Right, right. Maybe that's what Maybe will Recipe happen. for Section 2 will be set in the all you can eat restaurant at yes. the Cherokee Reservation. And it's and about we'll out Curtis where it Sanders is. getting adopted. Oh my gosh. No. No, we can't. Why? Because the adoption narrative is just so played out. Uh, did you not just watch what I watched? Okay, but <laughs> could we not instead? Just have like non-indigenous peoples being good friends and allies without having to become us. One hundred percent. Okay. I uh, that because I would love to see one hundred percent. I'm just like I'm. I'm trying to like continue in the vein of we're going to take every overdone trope and make a KFC. True. Like, do you know how many times I've watched? I've read the bromance novel that we just watched. No, like m- more than a dozen. <laughs> I'm not even kidding. Amazing! Amazing. But I, I agree. He does not have to be adopted. Okay. But that's how I see that playing out in my mind. Fair. We need to write Recipe for Seduction too. We need to write we a lot of things. I think people need to check in with us about. I would everything. make that a priority though. Yeah, like if if, some, if we were approached by KFC to write Recipe for Seduction. Oh my gosh! Like, with your with my thriller experience, with your romance experience, it would be a roller coaster oh of gosh. good times, and it would be it would feature an all native cast. Yes, real native director. We could just recast. Harlem Sanders as a native actor because who cares? You know, it'd be like, you know, every, you know, in those seasons where like the next season. Oh, it's not the same person. It's not the same actor. Oh, and I wasn't, don't even I, have to okay. I was like, I was like, wait, you're gonna make, you're gonna pretend Mario Lopez is native. No, you're just gonna no, replace him, just with, replace an him actual, with an actual, okay. native. Thank goodness. Okay, yeah. yes, I'm down with that. I'm down with that. Yeah. This is definitely over an hour. So um, <laughs> it's four times as long as the movie. I know. So okay, we're gonna rate this out of croutons. Yeah. yeah. Don't call me a crouton. Don't call me a crouton. <laughs> So, in case... Because it's been a minute. Uh, so if you don't remember, uh, one crouton means it's the worst thing you've ever seen. It's absolute garbage. You would, like, tape your worst enemy's eyeballs open and force them to watch it. It's so bad. Five croutons means it's amazing. you recommend it to everybody that you've ever met. Um, Chelsea has the capacity now to give it a cook'em rating, which goes beyond the five yeah. out of five croutons. Um, but for the rest of us, uh, plebs... We can only go up to five. You just have to have some kids. I know. You just have to have some kids, and then those kids gotta have some kids. There you go. It's it's easy peasy. Yeah. All right. Uh. Okay. Gosh, I'm gonna give this uh, three three croutons out of five. Only three. I'm kind of. I'm. I'm surprised. Yeah. Well. I. Okay. So yes, you know that I love KFC. So I went in already, my heart opened to this. Uh. We we pre-gamed with some KFC, which we've been we've been refusing to eat for a while, just to yeah, make sure it's fasting. Like a KFC exactly. yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. KFC feast. There. Um, drank some good mm-hmm. wine. Mm-hmm. Uh the dimples and the biceps compelling um <laughs> probably the most compelling part right? of the movie yeah the the sort of fake graying hair like that yeah uh but you know it was it was just super cheesy super super cheesy and i think mm-hmm. i think uh i think they were going for campy i think they were going for cheesy i hope they were going for it uh yeah <laughs> yes. certainly but i think that they could have done a little bit more character development mm-hmm. um like, I, you know, I don't think that, I mean, I don't know how they would do it. I, uh, who am I? I'm not a director, but you know, I, I believe that they could do it. Mm-hmm. Um, and there just wasn't much to go with, honestly. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, it was okay. Yeah. I'm going to give this a 4.5 out of 5 croutons. Number one, I was cackling the entire time. <laughs> it's true, she was. I was like mm-hmm. doing like a very obnoxious shriek cackle. That it was, was great. great. Um, <laughs> Just the whole time i thought it was so funny uh it is it was a free romance book personified into a movie yeah which is hilarious um the fact that it was about kfc made it even more hilarious um we should have that log burning for- i know we should have I, I, <laughs> like, I really wish should. we should just have a barrel in the middle of the um so, I sort of see this, like, I'm desperate for a recipe for seduction too. So, I'm okay. perceiving this film as sort of like the first series or the first season of every Star Trek. Okay. Which, you know, the rule of the first season of every Star Trek is that it's garbage. Mm-hmm. Because basically, what you're doing is you're spending time world building. Yeah. So, I'm looking at this film as though it is doing the necessary world building to take us into even more exciting futures. For a recipe for seduction, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, etc. cetera. Like, also I want to see big. this. Yes, I want to see this as like a fast and furious style oh franchise with just bottomless movies. Like, could even be sort of like a Doctor Who thing, like Harlan Sanders throughout Times space. You know, like, I just, I, I see a lot of potential in this. Um. <laughs> Yeah, because who doesn't like there's who doesn't love fried chicken? Molly the optimist. Yeah, 100%. All right. So yeah, uh, I'm gonna give this a 4.5 out of five um, because frankly, the whole way through, I was I was just absolutely <laughs> l- l- cackling my head off, and because I think that it just has so much potential. I think there's there's a lot going on. I thought Mario Lopez did a great job um, being a to- this blank slate that yeah. we could just put all of our desires on. Like his biceps are huge, you know. You could write entire like poems <laughs> <tones> on there. <laughs> Uh, and, you know, all in all, it was a great way to spend <coughs> 16 minutes and then an hour and a half talking about it. There you go. Mm-hmm. Totally. All right, well, um, that's it. We just we just uh, closed out this this hell year, 2020. Uh, you're welcome. Yeah. Okay. Providing you with some important closure. Yeah. And thank you for joining us here on New Year's Eve at uh, Métis in Space. Space! 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 space. <laughs> Make tea in space, space, space.